the stories from ancient legends. Already he knew bits of the poem of Aeneid by heart, and would recite the poetry to himself to enjoy its rhythm. The story of Dido was so sad that it made him want to cry, but it was a nice feeling, too. The teacher was telling them about each word in the passage, explaining what type of word it was and why Virgil had chosen it, but Augustine was hardly listening to that. He was thinking about poor Dido, left alone in Africa, while Aeneas, who was sort of her husband, sailed away to Italy because his destiny awaited him there. It seemed far too short a time before the teacher closed the book and said, We will resume Virgil tomorrow. Just now we will move on to the study of Greek. Augustine put his head in his hands and groaned quietly. Augustine, Augustine, why are you still in bed? You must get up and go to school, called Monica from the corridor outside her son's bedroom. She knew that he hated his Greek lessons, but he was getting on so well with Latin literature and speeches that for many months now he had not begged her to take him out of school as he used to do. She was surprised that he was still in his bedroom when it was time to go to the guest. She pushed back the curtain to the bedroom. Augustine. He was still in bed. Even in the dim light, Monica could see that something was wrong. The bedroom was warm, but Augustine was shivering. Quickly, she pushed back the shutters from the window. In the daylight, she could see that her son was very pale, and his forehead was covered in sweat. She brushed back the hair from his forehead. Augustine, what's the matter? Mother, don't feel well. Cold. Monica ran to the door. Paula, send out for the doctor, she called to her slave. Augustine is very sick. The doctor came within an hour, but he did not bring good news. This is a very serious fever, he told Monica and Patrick. I've seen it before. His temperature will reach a peak in a day or two. Then one of two things will happen. Either the fever will break and he will get well, although he will still feel weak for a while. Or the fever will not break and the illness will kill him. I must warn you, this is the most likely outcome. You should summon a priest. Monica turned to Patrick buried her head in his shoulder and wept for a few moments. Then she took a deep breath and pulled herself together. Thank you for your advice, doctor. Our steward will see to your payment. I will go immediately to Father Crispus and ask him to come. She hurried away, leaving Patrick to see the doctor out, and returned a half hour later with Father Crispus, the local Christian priest. Crispus was a simple man without much education and whose Greek was no better than Augustine's but he was kind and did his best to teach the people of Thagast about Jesus and the Bible. Now he spent the afternoon with Augustine, talking to him about heaven and hell and the sayings of Jesus. Augustine was very sick, but he managed to confess his sins and declare his faith in Jesus through chattering teeth. The priest prayed over the boy and turned to leave. Baptized. I want to be baptized, shivered Augustine. He looked from his mother to the priest the two adults looked at each other, but Augustine couldn't tell what they were thinking. I'll talk to Father Crispus about it, said Monica, and they left the bedroom. Outside, Monica and the priest talked in hushed voices. Do you think it's a good idea, Father? Yes, I think so. I realize the boy doesn't have much understanding of the faith, but you wouldn't want him to die unbaptized, would you? Of course not, Monica replied. But what if he lives? The priest nodded sympathetically. He knew why Monica was hesitating. 
Many people believe that sins committed after baptism were more serious than those committed before baptism. If Augustine lived, he would surely commit some sins in the future. Perhaps God would not forgive them. Crispus was no expert, and he was not sure if Monica's belief was right. To check, though, would mean asking the bishop who was out of town. Even if he sent him a letter, the reply might not come for several days or weeks. Augustine did not have that long. I tell you what, we'll leave it for the time being. If Augustine gets worse, and you think he won't make it, send someone to call me at any hour of the day or night. I will come immediately. Thank you, Father, said Monica, dabbing her eyes. Augustine's fever got worse all evening. More than once, Monica nearly sent for the priest, but then her son would seem to be more peaceful again, and she hesitated. Finally, in the early hours of the morning, she was sure the end had come. Augustine had stopped moaning and shivering. Now he was...